Hello, listeners, and welcome to a very special episode. Just kidding. It's just a normal episode. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm Blake, and this is Edgeguard, a podcast about taking a closer look at games <laughs> on the fringe. And that uh, hooligan you might hear chuckling over there is uh, Jordan. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Okay, calm, you. calm your chuckling. <laughs> yes, I am Jordan. I am here for a normal, but every episode special, so therefore special episode. Wow, wow. <laughs> Which amazing. We play, we play a game. I'd say the title of this game is special. It's amusing. Uh, yeah, the game we played this week is called Need for Billion Speed. Yes, and which, it's typed out as need. It's in scientific no- notation. Need for e to the nine e plus nine speed. Uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. So this is a this is a game by uh, Kalanika Quigley and Jason Backer. Um, it's a it's a driving game, but it's not a normal driving game. I don't really know how to describe this game because like on paper, there's not really that much to it, but I feel like this game has uh, a dark secret or a, a deep mystery, perhaps, <laughs> which maybe that's just me uh, projecting onto this game, <laughs> but it's definitely got some, 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 I'm going to say intentional jankiness. Yes. And some, some, some weirdness. Mm-hmm. So now you've um, got me wondering if you discovered something hidden in the game I didn't notice, or if you just have a I suspicion I, that well, there's something you didn't discover. That's so. So here's a question: Did you play on a gamepad or on a mouse and keyboard? I played on a gamepad. Okay, then you maybe discovered the same thing that I did. It, it wasn't necessarily a secret, but oh, okay. We should we should start with high level what the game is, which is uh, it's a it's a car game you drive around. <laughs> Yes, it's a card game you drive around, and if you uh, get any air at all, uh, you can hold down the A button uh, to create a track underneath you. So you can, like, it's not really flying because you are driving on a track, but you, you, the track, like, drops down in front of you in the direction you're moving. So you can, like, move through the sky uh, mm-hmm. and create beautiful colored tracks. Uh, behind you based on your character color uh, which is pink by default as a first player it is technically uh, able to be played as one through four player multiplayer and I imagine it look pretty cool with all the like crisscrossing tracks in the air but we just played single player yeah Uh, I think it'd be really fun with other people because then you could it's kind of a game about getting into some weird physics shenanigans and oh yeah driving around and seeing what happens I mean the game has a an inherent instability to literally everything you do. So you start (laughs) out on this like a big white disc and you just have like a pretty basic video game skybox. It honestly might be the default unity skybox around you. Um, And you just drive around on this disc. There are like uh, jumps on each of like the polar like cardinal direction. I guess there, there are no cardinal directions really, but you know, in there are four, uh, little jumps that are sort of on the edges of the circle um, and you can kind of jump off those and at first when you're playing you just kind of jump off of them and you're like alright and then as you start mashing random buttons on the controller you'll discover that holding A generates uh, as you hold A it'll just keep putting another little stretch of mm-hmm. road underneath you um, and the road has some interesting properties which is that I think kind of your car will there's some physics shenaniganery to try and keep your car 
on the road because even if you're driving like upside down you'll you'll kind of stick to it and well you yeah it's not perfect it. though because it's like if you go if you go like uh 90 degrees you know perfectly sideways uh mm-hmm. you, it's pretty consistent if you go a little bit past 90 degrees it's pretty consistent but if you go like straight up or something uh you'll the thing that sort of limits you is your momentum so as long as you have momentum uh <clears throat> you'll be good but if you lose momentum then you'll uh you'll stall out and then like slide down. And sometimes it can create some really funny situations because the, uh, the ramp is still like getting spawned underneath you as you slide backwards or as you fall over even. And so you might like twist the ramp into some crazy, uh, shape as you fall down. Yeah. There's definitely some like weird stuff that can happen because it seems like it's just generating the, the road, like kind of under the middle of the car. Yeah. Uh, and, um, as you're like falling back to earth after a failed attempt to fly into the sun, perhaps, uh, for example, <laughs> I did, I did uh, try that twice. Yeah. I tried it uh, several times. The sun just keeps receding before me. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of like weird things that happen. Like you can't really go too far in any direction without the game kind of like warping you, but it's never clear. Like, how it's deciding to warp you or where it's deciding to warp you to. Yeah. So did you, did you realize that there are like five, five, four or five different, like of the little discs out in the, out in space. So like you start on like your little platform, your big disc platform. Wait, if you what? Yeah, dude, I don't know if this is a weird random thing I've discovered, but there's like a bunch of them are rat like up, high and just sort of like the jumps kind of lead off onto other platforms that look the same and that all and that have like uh, a, a like star shaped thing that corresponds to a color so there's like a red one a yellow one a green one and a blue one just like the colors of the cars what? and that is not it okay now and if you f- and if you drive up to them and touch them then it like teleports you back to one of the platforms, but it's never clear. I don't know. There's some, there's some weird wait, stuff. Wait, wait, going so on now game. I'm confused. Let me, so let me explain what I thought the stars did and, okay. and then we can compare notes and maybe there's some, <laughs> some more strangeness to this game than we thought. So the, the little platforms you're talking about are small, right? Like they're, are they the same? They're the same as, as far as I know, they're the same side. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So what I thought it was, was there's little, uh, stars in the sky that are white um, mm. and they uh, uh, and if you fly into them then they basically archive your track so it like it will turn red your color and then will make a little tiny platform uh, underneath it uh, and then like it's like a miniature of the, the, the map you've made so you can see your crazy loopy track and then it'll reset the track for you to go again. And then that's why after you do it back on the main map, there's like a, you know, there's the a f- bunch of them around. Oh, there's a bunch of them around, except but for then, me, they were only ever pink. Oh, cause mine were like a bunch of different colors. What? Maybe. So, uh, well, did you have, did you maybe have multiple players enabled, even though you were only controlling one of them or something well, like that? So there were always four cars on the screen. What I'm curious same, about is, uh, did you did you discover the uh, the glitch button? Yes, the Y button. Well, so you know, I, it does say on the itch page, glitch Y. 
Oh yeah, I didn't discover that until after. I I was trying to figure out what that button actually did, and I, I was could never not for the life of me figure it sure. out. It and seems to uh like morph the screen and then like launch you a little bit or something like that. I mean, there's probably yeah. you know an actual thing that it does, but yeah, I well, what I'm, I couldn't make sense I'm, of it. What I'm curious of is if the hitting the glitch button at one point launched some of the other cars into the star and that's how that happened oh, i don't know maybe i don't know but i think maybe you're right i think how many different I, colors star did you see like f- i thought like three or four what dude i only ever saw white and pink white because you know yeah weird yeah i so my i don't know i i i didn't realize that it was the um that it was like archiving a miniature version of what you did. I thought that it was teleporting you to a different platform and that you were seeing the actual platforms you generated earlier, just off in the distance. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So it's creating a miniature cause you can drive up to the miniature and it's small. Uh, yeah. But if you drive up to it, doesn't it also like teleport you back to the middle? So I thought it, Wait, it does something. Okay, because I tried once and I kind of was having trouble getting like fly. Oh, did you fly into the star itself? Yeah. Oh, I'm dumb. I just flew onto the little that makes so much more sense. So you can go back to the ones you've archived. Oh, shit. Oh, that makes so much sense. Wow. See, I told you this game's got some weird shit going on. Okay, so so they stay there. I thought it was just as a, as like a little image, but they stay there and you can go back. To, so is that what you're saying? Like you flew into the star yeah, and then you, you, I would fly into it. And then I was at that version that, of it. Oh, that makes so much sense. Okay. Yeah. That, I kind of thought that flying into the star was just teleporting me onto the platform with the track around to be like, all right, here's where you are. Yeah. That makes okay. a lot more sense though. Well, I like how we had to each contribute a portion of the yeah, the, the to answer the to the game. <laughs> yeah, we've unlocked uh, this game's uh, internal mystery. Through the power of cooperation. Yeah, jolly cooperation. We did it. All right, <laughs> podcast over. See you next week. Follow us on Twitter. Bye. <laughs> no, but I, I guess I do want to talk about um, sort of, I mean, the fact that there's a glitch button in this game was having me think about how like, video game glitches have become like a whole world in and of themselves Mm. uh, of like funny. I mean, there's like YouTube channels that just like archive goofy video game glitches and make compilations of like weird Skyrim glitches and that kind of stuff. Uh, So it's, it's fun to see, you know, interactive games embracing uh, just having a like glitch button that's just like <laughs> break the I game. Des- yeah, I could describe what this does to you, or you can just revel in the chaos. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, definitely. I would say reveling in the chaos is what this game is about. Which uh, mm-hmm. uh, it m- it might be worth noting um, the the context that this game was designed for, which I thought was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it's for it was designed for an event. Uh, I don't hundred percent know what it is but it's called uh, arty after party uh and it is like a um some sort of uh like bar uh video game expo party 
I think it was a post. It was like uh, an after party for like GDC would be my guess, uh, or some conference is like in the in the evening. Uh, a bunch of people throw parties. Yeah. For, uh, Although this one networking. was um, in. I mean, I guess they have GDC in uh, Australia, right? This one is in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it may um, be it. I'm wrong. But that may, something like that, though. Makes sure. It's like some sort of game design or game thingy conference. And this game was uh, designed uh, and I think first played in in that context. So it like, literally is a party game. You know, everyone's sitting around. Sure. It's being projected on the wall. Uh, and you're all, uh, you know, drinking and, and a partying. Yeah. I'd love to experience this game in that context. I think it'd be fun to like, I wonder if when you hit the glitch button, if it affects everyone or only your car, I'd be curious to see. Yeah. That is a good question. Yeah. Uh, also, it would be interesting if it affects only your car. I wonder what your car looks like from someone else's point of view. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Well, so that's another thing I kind of wanted to bring up is like, even when you're not like using the glitch button or like flying weirdly off into the sky, this game still has like a weird, like jittery, like as you press the accelerator, like I feel like the physics in the world become unsettled. Like there's those. So did you uh, get any understanding of what the the little like colored balls uh, in the center of the platform are? No, like none whatsoever. I drove through them multiple times. I tried dro- driving through them horizontally, vertically. Uh, I tried, you know, because you can hit them and they you like knock the because they're in a little like vertical tower and you can yeah. kind of like disturb the tower. I tried hitting them after the tower had been disturbed. Sometimes uh-huh. after I hit them, they would just kind of like get disorganized. Other times they would do like this crazy shake thing. Well, uh, did you ever see like sometimes I'd be driving around. I just look at them and they would just be like as you got closer to the bottom of the column of like little floating balls, they'd be like whipping around in a circle more and more. Yeah. It's, I just want to know what the hell is happening in this game to make all this stuff (laughs) go because it's like (laughs) what the rules are. Yeah. It's so weird. (laughs) It's just like you're driving around and like suddenly it looks like all the physics in the world. Like the more you hit the accelerator, it's like the whole world gets speed wobble. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this weird effect of like the more fast you go, the everything in the world is becoming less and less stable. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I, I also like that the, the title card or like, you know, the, the title of the game floats in the sky also, and you can drive through that as well. Yeah, uh, and if you uh, if you good fun. hit the glitch button, they get sent off. All the letters explode away, and then they slowly kind of like fly back into position. Except sometimes oh. they get stuck. I did not realize that's what's happening. That's fun too. Yeah, it's it's weird. I I really I want to know like under the hood what's happening because the, yeah. the other aspect is it is that uh, the itch page has like some. Uh, testimonials that seem fake. Uh, they all are identical and just say the word honk. <laughs> yeah. Or not, not those, but I mean like in the actual itch page, I'm not oh, talking about the comments. Yeah, yeah. Cause there's one, there's one that says honk. If you love floating point inaccuracy or honking, which I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> like, I know what floating point inaccuracy is. It's with how you, uh, you know, uh, display or compute numbers that are 
not finite that have you know floating point numbers it's like you know there are infinite numbers between one number and any other number and so at some point with the computer you have to say all right this is as accurate as we can get without taking up a ton of space uh so i'm curious how that plays into the weirdness that goes on in this game uh maybe it does the game in the game code it doesn't specify how many digits your floating point numbers are and so it's just randomly i don't know i i thought this would turn into an idea if i kept talking but well yeah i know it's like (laughs) i think i i i was having a similar thought that like as i'm accelerating the the number of digits that the floating point accuracy goes to is like lowered or something and so or it's just like it changes with my speed or so that that's why things are like suddenly jiggling and sort of like oh yeah just look like they're i mean i, I like the idea of, I've, so in the you know two uh programming courses i took i i distinctly remember you know the professor you know really insisting uh to be careful with uh floats and mm-hmm. I, I think it'd, it'd be so fun that if they use like uh reckless programming around floating uh point numbers uh uh-huh. as a like design ethos like what if we just like didn't do this right <laughs> yeah i i kind of get the feeling that that's what's going on i don't know it's kind of speculative but i feel like there's something something foul as a foot, you know, in a fun way. Uh, I, re- I really want to know. I, so please, if uh, if Kalanika or uh, Jason listen to this game, please, please tell us what the hell is going on in, in your game. I, I really want to know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so one thing I my experience of this game was just, uh, you know, I want to try and break it or like it really it really makes you want to like be like. Uh, you know, what happens if I X. So I tried driving uh, just off the edge for, uh, you know, as long as I could bear, probably like five full minutes just driving straight off the edge. Did you try uh, doing anything like this? Uh, my favorite thing to do was to, so did you realize that the left stick, you could like turn the camera around? Yeah, yeah. So I would get the car or the camera like basically... 180 degrees from where it would normally be so i'm pointed at the front of the car and then i just mm. hold uh the gas and the you know the a button to generate tiles underneath me and the car so when you're in the air you kind of have to like push up on the stick to stay level yes uh, you your, do. the Otherwise natural you inclination of your car is just kind of like yeah it's to kind of like nosedive like a plane yeah so i would just i was just letting it nosedive and if you just let it keep doing this and just keep holding the accelerator all the way down, holding the A button, you will go down and then you will loop back around and you'll do a big loop to loop and you get oh, just enough really? speed from like doing your big long oh. nosedive to uh, keep your momentum at the part when you're fighting gravity. And you. so I ended up making these like big giant corkscrews oh, through so the sky. Cool. Okay, that's I, that's great to know because I tried to do loop-de-loops the normal way, you know, like we go off, you know, go, yeah. go up and rather you, than down. Yeah, and you couldn't do you it. You can't do it. And so I was like, ah, yeah. oh, damn. Yeah, I had tried that too. And then I was just kind of messing with the camera. Well, I was trying to see because it's like, I was trying to figure out the whole aspect of how your car kind of wants to stay glued to the track, even if gravity would uh, dictate otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it makes it really disorienting because you can kind of, you can, it's very easy to get all messed up in the air and like, 
you're suddenly driving with the top of your car pointing straight down where like you're basically opposite of real life gravity mm. uh and it's it's kind of hard to tell what way is up and down at times and so i um i was just kind of like experimenting with like having the camera be in different spots so i could get a better idea of what was going on and that's how i accidentally discovered that if you just uh, hold the uh, hold gas and the button you do the big corkscrews it was kind of fun uh, it was like mesmerizing in a certain way um, one thing that it is worth, uh, I mean, I think you're right that there is a little bit of like kind of anti-gravity going on, but you know, strictly speaking, it's, it's not just that you are glued to the track, but the track's glued to you in the sense of like its location, each, each new tile, uh, is summoned onto wherever will, you know, whatever spot will make it touching your tires. So, yeah. so it, you know, there is a way that it, uh, it like, is always where it needs to be for you to stay up because it is literally like being summoned onto your, onto your car. And, you know, it creates a, this sort of funny effect where it, it almost looks like you're, you're hitting repeated bumps a little bit because, you know, it's not perfectly smooth. Each new tile no. is like, uh, it's like a discrete location. Uh, yeah. There's like a way they maybe could have done this where it, instead of having like, uh, like individual little chunks of track. It makes this big smooth, uh, like trail behind you. But I think that the current approach is much funnier and more (laughs) endearing of like, cause it, it does have like, you can see your cars, like your car has like a simulated suspension and you can see the wheels kind of bobbing up and down as it's like trying to find traction on the road. Yeah. appears up underneath your car. Um, Oh, good times. Yeah. I am. Um, so I, I think it, I'm not sure if, uh, I was just not very good at keeping a straight line or if it kind of like makes you not go perfectly straight if you're driving away from it. But I did just like when I drove away from it for like five minutes, uh, the, the angle, sometimes it seemed like I was curving back towards myself and I was like, I could have sworn I was not curved. So I don't know if it's doing any tricks to, you know, make it so you don't get too far away or if I just wasn't holding straight. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's one of those things that I experienced as well, where I, I, th- I think they're doing something to try and let you not get too far away. I don't, I don't know. It's, and it's kind of unknowable with this game. That's yeah. one of the things I like about it is it's just mysterious and weird and doesn't really feel like explaining itself to you at all. In yeah. a way that's, uh, you know, pretty fun. Yeah, I um another thing I tested was uh if you could drive underneath the level, you can. Uh, if you go oh, too yeah. if you go too far underneath, uh it resets. Uh but or I don't know if if you fall underneath it resets. I don't know if it if you like drove straight down uh but stayed on the track if it would not reset. Now that I think about I, it. I well I'm I don't sure. I don't think it resets cuz that's how I was doing my big loop de loops, right? As I was driving off the edge mm. and cuz if know. you fall off the edge, the game will eventually teleport you back to the the center but maybe it's the fact that you're falling more than the fact that you're underneath the level hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. yeah more testing the, required the many mysteries of need four billion speed <laughs> i mean it's kind of fun though i think i think um it's hard nowadays for for game like unknowable games to exist i mean you talk or we've there's been a lot of talk of like 
uh, you know, back in the old days in Street Fighter or whatever, kids would on the playground be like, oh, yeah, if you punch in this code, then you can murder people in Street Fighter or the classic one of like, if you do whatever specific thing, then you can see Lara Croft's boobs in, in Tomb Raider or something that like now that the Internet exists, uh, it's nothing can much, be truly secret. Yeah, it's like nothing's really a secret. Uh, but uh, if you uh, play a teeny tiny game uh, from people halfway across the world uh, and n- you don't know anyone else who's played it and you intentionally don't look it up, there's still mysteries to be found. Yeah, if there's know? not a large uh, community of players to crowdsource all the answers, yeah, uh, then there there can still be mysteries. Yeah, yeah so... I, I mean, I do... Um, I do think that... Uh, uh, there... I mean, there are still games that kind of like have secrets like that. I guess I take your point that it's like the something the aura of the secrets is mm-hmm. has worn off a bit in the the age of you know all answers at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. That's still like uh, you know I mentioned this game too much, but still kind of like what Dark Souls is like, right? You boot that game up, and the fucking interface doesn't even explain itself to you. <laughs> you, you don't know how. I, anything works there's like secret which which item you pick at the beginning decides whether or not you can skip the first quarter of the game or not uh yeah (laughs) there's yeah so i i I do think that is still a thing uh and i mean that is you know part of uh you know just one of the things that uh, you know all video games have a little bit in the sense that just like you know you don't see the source code you don't know what you don't know how the system works before you start using it yeah, I think what I'm getting at is more like glitches and secrets rather than like how yeah, the game works. Sure. Because like most most people, if they start playing a game and they don't understand how it works, they're just going to look it up and there'll yeah. be a handy guide on Polygon telling you exactly how everything works, uh, which is uh, helpful, of course. Very um, detailed guide on Polygon. Yeah, but Kate, also Kate sometimes and I were not playing, as exciting. Uh, playing um, uh, the new Link's Awakening. And uh, there were a couple moments where it was like, dude, if we didn't have Polygon, yeah. I don't know how we would have solved that. I mean, yeah, that game, I tell you what, for it shows that it was, you know, made in 1993 originally because it yeah. was just like these. There's no explanation of how you ever would have figured this out <laughs> unless you were just a little kid who had a lot of time to try a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Stumbling <laughs> for like, hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I could see myself stumbling for hours and hours and need 4 billion speed. Maybe if there was more stuff to do, you know, <laughs> if there was a, a grand quest. Yeah. I, at first I, I actually thought that maybe the uh, stars, I didn't realize it was archiving my tracks at first cause they were kind of small. Uh, yeah. I hadn't gotten into the crazy stuff yet. So I, I thought, I just saw that I was like turning on. I thought I was like turning on a switch or something. So I was like, Oh, I got to get the next star. And I, I kept, <laughs> I, I, you know, I did like, you know, after three or two or three, I realized what it was doing, but I, yeah. I, I tried to see if you got a bunch of them, if anything had happened, I, I probably ended up with 10 or 12, but uh, no, I just not unlock anything new. No, no, I think it's I just kind of perhaps a- I didn't even do the thing that it does unlock, which is the ability to teleport to your old tracks. Ah, didn't even realize yes. it. Yeah, I mean, neither of us realized it. <laughs> you are a fool. Unrelated, but you are a fool. Um, one other thing I was wondering about this game that you may not have the answer to, uh, which is, do you know what triggers the appearance of the stars? Because they're not, every time 
so at the beginning, they're not there. And then when you, at some point, they appear and you can archive your track. And when they appear, they appear in twos. Uh, and so there will be two mm. of them. You can archive it, then you can keep playing around, and then you can archive another one. And then there won't be one. And you have to, mm. I don't know what, if it's time-based or the amount of track you drive-based. Yeah, but you have to play for some amount of time before you can archive your track again. My guess would be that, yeah, it's either time or amount of track laid. My, my thought would maybe be amount of track laid. Um, yeah. And my guess why there's two is because when you're playing with four people, it's a little bit more, there's more going yeah. on and more, more track sure. getting laid and all that anyway. Yeah. My, I mean, um, that's another thing that I wonder what the multiplayer is like is uh, when it gets archived, does it teleport everyone onto a new one? I guess it probably does. I guess it, the new cars came with me, so it would make sense if it... Yeah, yeah, that it would teleport everybody. That would be annoying but funny, I think, to be constantly <laughs> teleported away by someone else. It seems like a fun game to mess with your friends. Yeah, you know? definitely. Use the glitch button, drive around, smack into each other. Block their, their uh, track with your track. I think it'd be kind of fun to try and like rainbow road style, like someone lays down the track and then someone else tries to like drive on it without laying their own. Oh sure. Like it could be pretty hard to challenge. Yeah, it would. I, I yeah. mean, I sometimes I try to do that a little bit on my own even. And sometimes it was yeah, tricky. It, yeah. It's way hard. I tried to do it a few times with like make some sick jumps and try to replicate them, <laughs> but uh, it's tricky. It's, yeah. it's tricky. It's tricky. Uh, well, did you have any other thoughts about need four billion speed? Uh, no, that uh, that was all I had. So we can uh, introduce our game for next week, um, which is a game called Tetromino Slide, or as Blake calls it, Tetromino Slide. Uh, you can judge I don't know what you would call it. One. Don't I don't I, I legitimately don't know what the correct pronunciation is. Uh, but this no game is a. Um, uh, a take on Tetris. Uh, it's got tetromino pieces, uh, except you um, uh, slide them rather than move them incrementally. So, like, if you want to move your piece to the left, it moves all the way. And then also, it's not time-based. It's a, uh, it's more of a puzzle game um, that where you're worried about the number of moves you make more than the the speed that you make your moves. So, uh, it's a familiar game that's been twisted with some, some clever mechanical changes. And we will uh, talk about it in more detail, uh, next week. If you want to play the game, uh, in advance of the episode, uh, you can find a link to it, uh, on our Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. We tweet out links to the, uh, the next week's games, uh, just as a comment to each episode announcement. So if you want that, uh, make sure and follow us. Uh, it's a good time. Tweet out new episodes, uh, new games, uh, sometimes uh, just general game news, that sort of thing. Uh, if you want to uh, recommend a game to us as well that you played on Itch or Steam or something that you uh, discovered and think would be a good fit for the podcast, we'd love to hear it. Uh, so uh, follow us there at EdgeGuardCast, and we will talk to you next week.